Alrighty, let's try this again. Hello, everybody. PC Boys Podcast. This is Logan. And joining me today is our guest, Accelerate Mike, also known as my cousin. And we're going to be talking about the Firebase Z trailer for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Quest 2 mini review. Let's see if her Wi-Fi doesn't cut out again. <laughs> Which it's a service. So, all right. All right, so where do we start? Trailer? Your first impressions on the trailer? Logan? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, so what were your first impressions on when you saw the trailer? My first impressions were, why the fuck are there so many special zombies? Like, what's going on? We got the Iron Mangler from fucking Gorard Crovey. We got this fucking Margwell-looking-ass motherfucker on the map. And then you got the big boss zombie, which was uh, revealed in D-Machine, if you got to, I think, like, round... 175 or 255 or some shit like that, but no, I was pretty impressed. I like the Wonder Weapon. Um, I'm just interested to see exactly how it's going to work going through a portal to two different parts of the map. So I guess I would say I was impressed and it got me hyped, but I want to know who this mystery character is for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I like the uh, how there's a lot more of an open spot. Hopefully some good training spots. I definitely hope that. Trenches look kind of fun, but they look like they can get pretty hectic pretty quick. Yeah, that, that's the area that looks pretty big too. But then again, it could just be the camera angle on the trailer that makes it look bigger than how it really is. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's a big, bigger map. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Um, I just... Don't know exactly how much bigger than D Machine. My, this is my guess. The village part is going to be the claustrophobic area, and then once you get to the fire base, it's going to be more open. That would be my guess if I had to take one. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. The the thing I kind of am skeptical about is the 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 definitely the big big guy, but also makes me wonder, too, about what they're going to do with Easter eggs. Like, obviously, we had the Coffin Dance Easter egg and Die Machine and stuff like that. So it makes me wonder if they're going to integrate something kind of sort of like that again. Well, I would assume so, and I also would assume that they're going to have a way to get the Wonder Weapon for free. I mean, they've been doing this now for majority of BO4 maps. Look at all the Wonder Weapons in that game. They're free to get. I mean, you're talking about on... You got two on... um Tiger Totem, you got the Tundra Gun, and you got the um, Wonder Wolf, except it's like a sniper rifle. And then on Alpha Omega, on that map, uh, you got the Ray Guns, the Elemental Ray Guns. And then on the map before that, you got the Blunder Gat for Blood of the Dead. I think that was the map before that. Maybe not. No, Classified was, and you could get the Winter's Howl, which is a much better version than the BO1 one was, but yeah. So I essentially, it, 
I think it'll there'll be a free uh, Easter egg for that. And then also, I wonder if Tombstone will be the perk included with uh, an Easter egg, kind of like they did with the dancing coffin. Yeah, yeah. Tombstone's nice to be back, but I'm hope, you know maybe it'd be nice if they're just like, hey, you know, we're not just doing Tombstone; we're throwing in Double Tap or you know Widow's Web or something like that. You mean Widow's Wine? Widow's Wine. This is the same thing. It's only a web is what it is. Okay, with the Semtex grenade, but point being is that I think that they're going to be adding one perk per DLC, and then you're going to have different ammo types added in, hopefully different field upgrades. Haven't heard anything about a field upgrade for this map yet, though, but maybe that's included in the roadmap for Season 2 for the Zombies content. Because they may be doing something like that. Not sure though. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that they'll uh, start pushing out some zombies content stuff. Like, you know, of course we need more perks, but also, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have a couple new guns that would work good in zombies as well. Maybe a new like. I mean, the street sweeper is good, but like, you know, a decent shotgun wouldn't be too bad. The street sweeper. Good gun for damage, not so good for reloading. Yeah, <laughs> that thing exactly. is like, uh, what does that remind me of? It reminds me of one of the revolver pistols that was in Zombie. And you had to push the front of it to eject the shell before you put a new one in. And it was the slowest fucking thing ever. Good damage, but it was slow. Yeah. I couldn't use it. Yeah, and the thing that sucks, too, is that there's no fast mag on it. It's... It's because it's a it's a drum. It's not an actual magazine, which is kind of stupid. It should have been a magazine where you just eject the magazine, throw another one in it. But, does yeah. speed cola help it much? <laughs> not really. I mean, it does, but it does. When you pack a punch, it's better. Because when you pack a punch shotguns, usually it's about you know three shells to one that he puts in. So that part helps it out. But pretty much the beginning rounds, you're screwed. That is true. The damage, it, it's way better on multiplayer than it is in zombies, though, I've noticed. I mean, it's good if you're just going to, you know, train them up and then just hip fire it and aim for the heads and try to get them. But other than that, it's, like, not really as effective as, like, the Hauer. Hauer's very good in zombies. It reminds me of the Dragon's Breath. I think that was the name of it when it got upgraded in um, it, remi three. it reminds me of the trench gun that was in World at War. World at War, yeah. Those were the days. Hold on, I'm going to go throw away this apple because I was eating apples. But I'll be right back. But um, tell them what to think about the new Wonder Weapon. All right. Well, the new Wonder Weapon is definitely something different. It, uh, it's going to look of like what Logan said earlier when we were talking. and It looks like an AK. But it's kind of built like a shotgun too. So it's all and the weird part is it has attachments on it. It's got a grenade launcher on the bottom and it shows that they have a reflex sight on it. So that's got that's got questions flying up as to like, you know, are we gonna be able to get random attachments on this or what's going on there? Cause they pull they showed it pulling out of the box too. Which I mean, you kind of would imagine anyways that you would be able to get it out of the box. But I kinda like the uh the looks of it, it, it's kind of like a AK mixed with a uh, little bit of the Wonderwolf type vibes from the magazine. 
because the magazine has cart- little cartridges in it that kind of look like a shock, like a big shotgun shell. But it gives me his, uh, the Slipifier vibes too. Yeah, and the way he shoots it, you can see by the recoil and everything, it shoots like a shotgun. Like an, uh, I don't know if it's semi-automatic or if it's fully automatic, but it looks like it's semi-automatic to me. But I don't it, know. I, I could I could see see it being fully automatic just as easy. My my only worry about this wonder weapon is is it going to be good? Because so D machine right, the wonder weapons in late rounds suck ass. Okay, I have done every upgrade of the D machine and have used them online, and I will say that. Even the strongest version of it sucks ass in late rounds. I mean, you'll be putting literally 400 die electro bolts into the fucking Megaton. Ain't doing shit. I mean, the ray gun ain't doing shit. I mean, you get to late rounds, fully pack a bunch of ray gun, whatever. It ain't doing nothing. I mean, the wonder weapons need a buff in this game for late rounds because they suck. They're just not good. I remember back in the old days of zombie, you pull out the ray gun, thunder gun, late rounds. That thing will fucking clear the battlefield no time. You always save them for those occasions. Yeah. But in this game, they're not that good, you know? And to me, that's that's really underwhelming. The fact that they end up becoming just as good as a regular weapon you can get in the game. Yeah, I'm hoping they give it a buff. But I'd like to see some, some older ones come back too, just randomly in the box. You know, a, re- oh, I would too. a remake of the Wonder Wolf and like the Thunder. I mean, the Thunder Gun like was always just good. You know, blows them all away, literally. I mean, it was created by the Russians, and Omega Group is a Russian organization. Yeah, that is experimenting with interdimensional travel. So, I mean, it would not be impossible to see some version of the Thunder Gun, but we'll have to wait and see what Treyarch has in store for us on that one. The thing I I really do miss is the, you know, back BO1 days, it was known as Nazi Zombies. And, of course, you know, there's a big thing with the swastika. You can't use it now and stuff, which sucks. Because, it was, you know, you would it was kind of a cool experience. You're going into this old Nazi facility with these zombies coming at you that were Nazi soldiers. So that's what I liked about it originally. And then they just turned away from it because of the whole controversial thing, which I can see. But, like, now it's, like, I mean, you see some, like, obviously some Vietnamese soldiers in there, but, like, you can't really tell now, like, what they are. The new one, uh, and Die Machine, I see that you can kind of notice that they're German, I guess. Some of them, you can see the the patches on their arms, but it's, like, not as, you know, deceiving as it used to be. Yeah, it's not, it's not as very clear-cut as to the zombies, because... I remember back in the day, right, it was Nazi zombies because it was in the World War setting, a World at War setting, and, I mean, it was creepy. I mean, it was just creepy, and I think the main problem is, is, like, they could do different um, versions of the game for territory. So, like, other territories maybe has the Iron Cross instead of the swastika, but in the United States, it, it like, I don't see what the problem is. If you were doing a historical or a made-up historical story... I don't see why they can't use it. You know, like, look at Wolfenstein. They still use the swastika on that. It's not, you know, real history, but it's an alternate history with the Nazis, and they're still using the symbol. It's Yes, I get it's a terrible symbol, 
But when you're putting it in there to make the atmosphere or the world feel like in that time zone or that time that they want it to be set in, it immerses you more than trying to throw in the Iron Cross because political correctness or something like that. So, like I said, if you know that it's for entertainment or to build the setting of where the map is, it's not a big problem, I don't think. Yeah. But if it's just being put there, like if you're on a multiplayer map, right, that has nothing to do with like old World War II and there's a swastika, like clearly that's a problem. But if it's a if it's a part of the story or a part of the time period that they're set in, or if they're going to a Nazi facility that's been shut down for years, but it once was a Nazi facility, it would make sense that that flag is up or there's some graffiti of it. I mean, in uh, for Project End Station, they had the eagle, you know, like the old uh, Nazi eagle. They had the Iron Cross. Even the soldiers, like the dead bodies, have like the armband, but it's a cross on it, the Iron Cross. So, the, you, like, you can tell what some of them are, but some of them you can't. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think depending on where they're going to, the zombies need need to reflect the environment that they're in. Like Ascension, for instance, you went to Ascension, all the zombies were Russians or they were scientists, a part of the Ascension group, made sense. Zombies from space, they kind of did whatever with that. I don't really know. They all look burnt up and charred as if they were underneath a rocket blast. Then, of course, you had the fucking stupid-ass astronaut that smacked you across your fucking face. And then, oh, now, there you go. You lose your perk, and you're teleported to some random fuck part of the map. But those days were fun. But the zombies fit the atmosphere. And they do in this one, too. It's just, I feel like the zombie feel is not what it used to be, right? No, like, no. I like the advancements in the mechanics that they have in this game and how the perks and you know the upgrade system works but i'm not a fan of their setting and their storytelling with the settings because it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as immersive like you go into kino dertoten you feel it you feel like you're in an abandoned theater surrounded by zombies you feel that time setting same thing with um Oh, uh, Doris and whatnot. You feel it. Barack, yeah, you Barack, feel you that shit. Feel Fucking Nocturne on Totem. You're in a bunker and here come the zombies from the fog. I mean, you feel it. In the new zombies maps, you don't feel it. It just feels like you're at a location and there's zombies there. That's kind of what it feels like now. They've lost their... I guess you could say direction and setting. Well, I think they don't feel as memorable to me. I, I feel like part of the problem is, too, is... uh. And those ones you were you're inside, you know, it, it's always got that, you know, being on older systems, it's got that fogginess to it, you know, the creepy setting. And then now you come to these ones, and it's all graphically like beautiful, you know. You you got nice trees, and you know, I mean, yeah, the fog sometimes will pop up, and it's it sucks because you can't see that far, but it's got a creepier feeling to it. But when it's just you know sun shining, you can see the birds up in the tree and stuff. Like that's not how it should be i mean if you're talking about an old you know what um, will make it look like stuff's going down you, you want to see fire you know random like cars on fire and stuff like that stuff going on versus in this one it's just made to be pretty because all these people like the the best graphics you know you want to look the best and i think that's part of what the problem is yeah and you know I mean, like I said, the, the, this map looks great, but 
is this map, is the Wonder Weapon going to live up to something that could be iconic? I mean, Die Machine, I'm going to be real with you. The Die Shockwave, one of the worst Wonder Weapons ever. I don't care what version, I don't like it. I, I think it is a joke, okay? And the map itself, not a huge fan of. Because the majority of the map we already know. We've seen it quite a few times. And then on top of it, the underground portion is not even that big. It's not really enough to be, okay, this is really cool. It's an okay map. I would throw it in with, like, Town Survival or Farm Survival from BO2. Something that I could play and have fun with, but I'm not necessarily going to be like, this is so iconic, I need to play. It's not like a Mob of the Dead. It's not like an Origins. It's not like a King Order Totem. It's not that memorable. Yeah. This map needs to have a good environment. It needs to be memorable. And the fucking Wonder Weapon needs to be good in late rounds. I can't stress that enough. Because it pisses me off when you get a Wonder Weapon and in late rounds you feel like you're shooting them with a fucking BB gun and that does not feel powerful to you. Like, it does not help anything. Yeah, they don't have their uh, their weapon setups aren't the best. Like, I, I just went today. Okay, pack up punch. I was running two snipers. I was running the M82 and the Tundra. And I made it to round 30 by myself. And... It's just because the snipers are a one-shot. I remember back with BO1, you couldn't use sniper. Like, you get a sniper out of the box. You're like, oh, why do I need this? This is so stupid. And you couldn't do well with it. You know, the meta guns where, you know, you get ARs. Or you get the Galil. The Galil was a meta gun back then. Commando. Oh, dude, the Gal- I missed that gun. The Galil, the Commando, you got those out of the box. Like, you know, other than Wonder Weapons, like, some of the guns you get out of the box, like the AUG, Galil. Uh, Commando, there was one other one in the box that I fucking love. I love the Spectre, personally, but fucking, I got that, and I was like, I'm good. I'm fucking set. LMG sniper sucked balls, and you didn't even want to touch them. That's how zombies used to be. Yeah, zombies used to be, like, a lot of, uh, you know, if one person trained, you kind of wanted to sit back in a corner and watch them come into you. And now it seems like the way the zombies spawn in and everything, you, you cannot stay put. You have to move. Like they, yeah. unless you like go somewhere where pretty much like, you don't open a door behind you, like you cannot just sit there and just mow them down when they're coming to you. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this new map and I'm hoping it's good. I'd be utterly I'm disappointed just, uh, if it is. Yeah, I'll I'll be pretty disappointed too. And hopefully, Tombstone is a good perk. And it's actually useful because I remember BO2 when they introduced it. It was pretty not useful back in the day. But it acts like who's who in the first two stages where, like, you go down, you can revive yourself with a shadow form. But then, obviously, you get to, you know, stage three. And if you die, you can go collect your gear and stuff. That'll be helpful for Carter because he sucks ass at zombies and goes down, like, 65 times a game. But, yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm really excited about this. Um, but all I really got to say is I'm excited. I do like the look of the map. I just hope that it can actually live up to the hype because we have been sitting on D machine for like what the game came out in November. So over two months now. So we're ready for something new, but that's something new needs to deliver or else it's going to get a lot of backlash. I'm just surprised that they like didn't release the zombies experience when they released the battle pass and everything makes me wonder like, were they just, was it not ready? You know? Was it not ready, or are they doing this on purpose because they want to have them offset? 
I don't know. They might be waiting to at the end of like every season to do it or mid season update. I don't know. That's what it kind of seems like to me. Cause I would like it if they just, if everything came out at once and then like, if you want to do a couple small things here and there to like, you know, playlist updates randomly, if like for some reason mid, you know, you have a gun in the battle pass or something, but I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird, like, I, cause I remember how it used to be with DLCs, you know, you get this zombie map and these four new multiplayer maps come out at the same exact time. The problem is with the DLCs, though, is the multiplayer maps you never really got to play on unless you were playing specific playlists with those maps. Majority of the time in pubs, you'd just be playing on the default maps. But Zombies is mainly what you bought the DLC for. That is where most of the price came from. I mean, now you can buy BO3 Zombies maps separately from the DLC packs. Yeah. Well, yeah, how do you think I got the, uh, I got the, uh, what's it called? It's the Zombies pack where it's all the remake maps in one. And that was Zombie cool. Chronicles. And I remember when they, like, the, the Treyarch's always always done that stuff. Like, I remember BO2 came out, and one of the big things was is the only way you could get Nuketown Zombies, they said this, is if you pre-ordered the game. And then a month after the game released, they were selling it for five bucks on the marketplace. So it's like, oh, well, what, what was the point of me pre-ordering this game if I was only supposed to get, you know, the Nuketown and nobody else could get it unless they pre-ordered it, and now you're just selling it, so. Well, it's a pre-order bonus, because then I guess you didn't have to spend the $5. Yeah, it was, it was literally $5. I remember it when it came out, and I was like, huh, okay. But yeah, so we're going to move on from Firebase Z now and do a little um, – uh, Oculus mini review or Oculus Quest 2 mini review and then uh, we'll wrap this up and I gotta, I don't know, I gotta take my pre-workout because I gotta work out still but yeah, yeah gotta, I'll be on late tonight anyways, I don't work tomorrow so I'll be, a, I'll be a, probably playing for a little bit and then getting off because I work tomorrow but I'll be up late tomorrow of course because I have the next day off struggles of working oh yes but yeah uh, Logan what was your first impressions when you got got your uh, hands on my Oculus Quest? Well, so I was, uh, I put it on and I was like, we were playing this military game and I was trying to figure out how to fuck to shoot my gun. And then I, I found that out and then I ran out of ammo and I was like, okay, well, how do I do that? You should have seen the amount of like how much I was struggling to fucking reload the gun. Like I'm sitting over there just whacking the clip against the gun. Like, how is it not getting in and out? I take the so I finally figured out how to get the clip out, and then I tried putting it in, and I was uh, it was fucking terrible. But no, it was fun. Once I actually figured it out, it was really fun. However, when I took off the uh, the headset, instead of facing forward at the uh, PC monitors, I was facing Michael towards the doorway behind the, behind me from where I started. So definitely moving around a fucking lot, but it was really fun. Motion sickness could definitely set in depending on which games you're playing, but. Yeah, no, I, I had a great time with it. I do wish, however, that the graphics were better. Uh, that's one thing I can say. The graphics definitely need improvement. If you could get graphics like you do on your TV for games, on uh, any sort of um, VR game, then you'll be set. But I think that would be my only complaint, is the graphics of the games. But other than that, it was pretty good. Yeah, you got to think, though, too. If you, it, you can probably get close to that graphics, but you're going to be spending a lot of money. And the, the biggest thing about this thing is, is, you know, the fully portable thing's pretty cool. 
But I like how, like, browsing in the store, if you pay attention, there's actually ratings for games. So, like, let's say, you know, you want to do a full combat game where you're moving a lot and stuff. It'll say if it's, you know, a moderate experience, it's going to say moderate. If it's an intense experience, it's going to say intense. So, like, the horror games and stuff, it's going to tell you if it's intense. Or if it's a, a game that's relaxing, it's going to say, you know, relaxing. So that's what I like about it, which is cool. I've been playing a lot of Beat Saber. <laughs> that game's fun. Um, Beat Saber's fun. Vader the Immortals is fun. The thing I want to see, of course, I got the cable so I can hook it to my PC. And I am going to be getting Minecraft VR, by the way. <laughs> that's one thing I definitely want to try. But, of course, Phasmophobia is pretty cool. But the thing is, is like, I thought I wasn't going to like because it has the speakers built into it. I thought I wasn't going to like them because you kind of think that they're going to be cheap, you know. The sounds actually, like, you can use headphones for it, but it actually has pretty good sound for the where the, the speakers are. Like, I was genuinely impressed with how good it was. And the cool part is, is when you set up your guardian, which is your boundary, if you stick your hand close to it, the guardian pops up to let you know you're close. And if you stick your head up to it, it'll activate the cameras and show you in your display the room. You can literally see the room around you. So I know there's an, there's an option too where if you bump something, if you double tap the side of your headset, it will pop up with the so you can see. So you can actually like you know see you know what the hell did I just hit or something like that. So there's some cool integrations. A lot of people don't like Oculus right now because they they uh, they're owned by Facebook. So you have to sign in with a Facebook account to get it, which doesn't bother me because I have a Facebook account. But some people just have a big hissy fit about it. I mean, the well, it's mainly because of like what big tech and everything is doing now with the whole censoring bullshit. So I mean, I can see why people are mad um, about it being owned by Facebook and whatnot, but some people won't care. Some people will. I mean, if it's for the gaming experience, I'm not going to care, but I obviously care about what Facebook's doing, but I consider Oculus, although Facebook owns them as a separate thing, but yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I like it. Of course there's, you know, there's tons of varieties. Like I thought it wasn't going to have that much games on it. And there's, there's a lot, a lot of, puzzle games too especially like escape the room vr i the the exorcist oh that that game's scary <laughs> it's kind of creepy though but i i you know it's those type of experiences i like i, I wouldn't mind having you know like a an outlast game in vr <laughs> that'd be pretty cool outlast one would be a good one especially oh yeah no I'd fucking love to have Outlast on VR. That'd be great. I know that they're coming out with a new game this year, uh, but I don't know when. And it's going to be a co-op Outlast game. Huh. I'm excited. But we'll have to hear more about that. It'll probably come out towards the end of the year, probably. Yeah. But yeah. excited to hear more about that. But what would you rate uh, the Oculus Quest 2 overall out of, uh, out of yeah, 10? I'll give it an 8. To wrap it up. Um, I would eight. go higher with it, but obviously being portable and how much stuff's built into it. Obviously the battery doesn't last a ton. I mean, you can play a couple hours, which is probably pretty good for you. There's some gamers out there who like to play a little bit longer, but uh, the controllers really comfortable. Actually, I thought the batteries are going to get drained from it pretty quick. And I haven't 
the battery hasn't gone down to all really on them yet. And the 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 way the controls are pretty cool. I like the joysticks on it to actually be able to move. You have an option to turn if you don't actually want to physically, you know, turn your head or turn around or anything like that. Um, the thing I thought was very cool about it was the buying the contractors game, which is that game you played the first person shooter and how much stuff there is to do on that game. There's online multiplayer, dude, like call of duty. So it's kind of cool how there's so many people actually out there playing this, you know, you, you kind of, when you first get it, you don't think as to how many people are actually going to be doing this type of stuff. But I joined a community on Facebook and there's just a ton of people that have them and, you know, kids, I gotta say though, if you get one, uh, the VR chat room is very weird. <laughs> Just a forewarning, there is some weird people on there, but a lot of cool games. Yeah, I give it an eight out of ten. All right, so that's gonna do it uh, for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all enjoyed. Um, an next podcast, I'm not sure. It'll probably, it might be a week until I do another podcast because um, we're going to obviously, well, I'm obviously going to do my Firebase Z review and then my first impressions on Werewolf the Apocalypse and then I'll do my review on that game once well, I beat gotta- it. Still got to beat um, Cyberpunk. Still waiting for more updates to come out for that game. So that way we can actually fairly review it once it's not a complete, not a real destroyed mess. But that's pretty much the roadmap ahead. Oh, yeah. And uh, tomorrow. No, we will have a podcast tomorrow about WandaVision uh, Episode 4. So I, that will be coming tomorrow after I watch that. But, um, yeah. So that's essentially the roadmap for, like, the next week, uh, I would say. But um, thank you for coming on today, Mike, and talking about this. We'll do more of these for zombies um, and Call of Duty in yeah. general. We should maybe try to make, like, a day every week to just talk about Call of Duty and the updates yeah. and stuff. If that's something you yeah, want to do. Cool. Of course. All right. I we'll just, just have your, to uh, work out those I just details. made your episodes longer. She so should be happy. Ooh, yes. 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes. It, normally when I do it by myself, I have no conversation. So the episode normally doesn't last as long because I'm just kind of running down through stuff. But um, thank you for coming on, Michael. Uh, I'll hopefully be able to play with you uh, in just a few minutes. I, I gotta take my pre-workout yeah. first, though. So. Right. Uh, I'll see you on uh, Xbox. Peace right. out. Thank you very much for uh, listening, everybody, and uh, catch you all on the next one.